0: Too. so this is love
1: my name's Leslie
0: and my name is Erin and this is episode 63 that's right it's episode 63 and we have are actually we have a guest today
1: and I get to say it
0: well you still can
1: I don't want to
0: well you're the one who started out of turn
1: that was't nice what was it nice 100 <laughs> percent
0: they don't know what you're talking about yet But they
1: will in a second okay well
0: what are you talking about?
1: Anyway, I was going to say, I'm super excited about this episode (laughs) because we got to interview somebody really awesome.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He's super awesome. He is. Um, Our friend Cherie, her daddy and her mom were in town. And so we got to interview him and ask him about his love story with his wife. Yeah. And so he's a Southern Baptist preacher. Uh Uh-huh. And you'll hear his accent, which is beautiful, he's super funny, and he's hilarious, and he's so it's he'll when he listens to this, he'll laugh because I told him the other like last night that I appreciate his life experience, and he's like so he looked over at his grandson and said <laughs> she's calling me
0: old, she's calling me old,
1: but no, I mean. He just has so much life experience and experience in marriage. I mean, him and his wife have been married for over 50 years.
0: Longer than we've been alive.
1: Yeah. And I just think like, oh, this is the kind of wisdom I need in my life every day. (laughs) You know, because my parents, my parents were married for 18 years. Mm. Four of which were terrible. Yeah. And right before they got divorced, you know. Mm -hmm. And your parents are still married and I'm grateful for that. You know, we have that. But we don't get to spend a whole lot of time with them and things like that So. I don't, and I don't have grandparents anymore. So, I getting to hear his his wisdom and his advice on marriage and the things that he had to say about marriage. I was like, yes, I need this in my <laughs> life all the time, <laughs> brother David. You just need to move to the Rio Grande Valley.
0: And now it's been recorded. So, yes, <laughs> uh, we hope you guys enjoy it, and then we'll be back at the end uh, to sign you out. Or did you want to talk about what happened this week in our lives? Uh. I don't know. Like, we didn't discuss what we were going to do.
1: Yeah, we're supposed to be doing that, and no, we didn't.
0: But we already introduced him.
1: I know, but we didn't even say his name. His name is Brother David.
0: Brother David. And
1: he'll be talking about him and Sister Gloria.
0: Sister Gloria.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I love them both so much. I really wish they lived here.
0: <laughs> they live in Georgia. Yes. Georgia. Yeah.
1: Um, so anyway, we hope you enjoy this interview.
0: so this is going to be fun yeah thank you for coming in thank you for sitting with us who am I talking to
1: this is brother David
0: brother David hi hey how are you good you can uh, we're, we're recording already okay so so you
2: know I'm waiting on the questions fair the warning
0: <laughs> our podcast is called so this is love Um, and we, we started it because Leslie and I have been married uh, going on 10 years in October. Y'all are very, y'all are just still children.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all
0: don't want to marry No, no. And, and one of the, uh, I'd never been in love before. I was 24 when we got married. Um, and I, I just, I was like, oh, okay. So this is love. And while we were dating, Leslie was keeping a, a journal. And after we got married, she gave me the journal and I would read it, um, you know, when we were in bed at the end of the night. And so when we had the idea to do this podcast, I was like, well, let's read the journal entries on the Internet and let people listen to it. And she was like, "Okay, (laughs) OK, just like that, just like that. Uh, But from time to time, we'll have people come on and tell us their story about how they met their spouse and how they fell in love. Uh, and when Cherie said that, that you were coming into town, I was like, great. This is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm recognized as a star long time. That's <laughs>
1: awesome. I know down here in the valley you are.
0: <laughs> so can you uh, tell us a little about yourself um, and then let us know how, how you met who? Gloria. Sister Gloria.
2: Sister Sorry. Gloria. <laughs> I was born in 1945, raised as a country boy, didn't finish high school. I went to work, and I never was, I never did look for girlfriends. I had girls that were friends, and I dated now and then, but nothing serious. And I hung out at a skate rink that's them shoes with rollers on the bottom. Right.
1: <laughs> not like not like rolling No. Or skating.
2: Skate. Yeah. Four wheel <laughs> Like a four wheel drive truck. <laughs> and a uh, bunch of us you know about the same age 18, 19 years old and younger and some of them uh, and Laura came there. Not as often I did because my aunt and uncle run the place. And uh and a lot of times I'd get up there and help them behind the counter, ran out the skates and so forth. And uh, she came, and her her friend Nancy introduced us. I knew Nancy just from being at the skate rink, And I uh, asked her to marry me on the second date.
0: Wow. What
2: was the first date? Say again? What was the first date? I think we went to a drive-in theater, okay. I believe, and of course we went by ANWR, and that was a hamburger joint, root beer joint. Or, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember. That goes too far back now. Oh. And uh, we dated. This we met in October. Uh, we were an engagement ring. Christmas. We were married in May. Five months. Wow. September, I went in the military. And, uh, of course, basically training in AIT. And in February of 1965, I was shipped to Verdun, France. Laura had still, she was finished in high school. Her mother said, y'all can get married, but you've got to finish school. She graduated from school in, I guess, May back then. And uh, she graduated on Friday, got on a plane on Saturday, and flew to France, her first time on an airplane through New York crossed the ocean landed in uh, Luxembourg now Brussels I think in any ways Luxembourg, Brussels Germany and France they all right there they intersect right there and uh, our first child was born while we were in Europe and her twin sister got killed when our oldest son was four days old.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And of course, being a young girl, a lady, that's devastating. Yeah. 5,000 miles from home. Mm-hmm. The doctor said she could not come home because of just having the baby on mm-hmm. of the flat. I don't know all the details about that. Three months later, we, uh, had to come home because her mother was dying, Mm. 43 years old. Uh, Her brother, at the same time, was stationed in Bitburg, Germany. We were in Verdun, France, which was about an hour, hour and a half drive apart. So there was some consolation there. And then uh, got back. I went to work at uh, Ford Motor Company for a little while at Lockheed, Lockheed Aircraft. And there was a layoff, and then I went to General Motors. Worked there till I started Bible College in 1976, five, six. Well, between getting out of the military, we had another son uh, born there. Uh, and then we had a daughter. And uh, when uh, my wife come to herself after the birth, I said, we got a little girl. She says, no, we ain't. <laughs> and, um, never had sisters. I had a brother to die in 19, in deficit, 1955. Got a brother living now, 12 years younger than I. Never had a sister. I just wanted to have to have a little girl. Mm. And uh, now I know. <laughs> and she read to you today. I've never spanked her. I should have a lot of time. But <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I always thought a little girl was delicate. I mean, that was just my perception. <laughs> I, I beat the far out of the boy. <laughs> but... Uh, and then I went into ministry in 1979. I started pastoring and uh, have just finished up the last church that was out this January December 31st of this past year. Mm-hmm. I left that church, not retired from pastoring, but retired from that church. And I come down here to for Valley. I'm in Rio Grande Valley. <laughs> <laughs> And it took me a long time to get here this time because the airport sent us the wrong road. <laughs> Not the wrong. We got here, but it was what the way we were supposed to come. And uh, we've enjoyed ourselves. I met folks. Uh, my friend John, who is the worship uh-huh. leader at the church that uh, these folks go to. Uh, we met couple couple, three years ago. Eat tacos, I mean.
1: Tamales. Tamales, yeah.
2: tamales at John's House, homemade. I say homemade. Uh, they didn't come from stripes here. Or uh, <laughs> from one of our tamale carts we got in Alabama. And uh, our fat mamas in Natchez, Mississippi, which are good for that part of the country. And John came over when we got here the day after we got here the next day and we had some fellowship and then I've met these dear folks tonight. I I pray for their church on a regular basis. Folks need to be reached for Jesus. Mm -hmm. No matter what culture, color they are. Everybody needs the Lord. And the only way, emphatically, I'll say this, there's no way to get to heaven outside of the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe whatever you want and whosoever you believe, whatever you want to believe, the only way to get there is by Jesus Christ who suffered and died for our sins. All in his body suffered our hell and our hurt on the cross just for us personally. Thank you.
0: Thank you
1: you have a question? Yeah, I how long have you and Sister Gloria been married?
2: 54 years in March, May the 22nd this oh, year. That's awesome. That's longer than I've been alive. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. You could have never made me believe that by looking at it.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that looks so old. <laughs> uh, so you said you proposed on the, the second date. Second that, date. A for-real
2: proposal? Or? A for-real proposal. Wow. You knew. I knew. I was saved, but I wasn't living for the Lord. And the Lord said she's the one. Mm. Pastor's wife, it takes a special woman or lady to be a pastor's wife. They, they carry some burdens the pastor don't carry. And uh, it just takes someone special. And did you know
0: when you all met that that's what you wanted to do? I knew that's what I had to do.
2: Okay. And that's hard to explain.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. But you were going to the military first. Not per se. That's just God in my life. I don't understand what I'm fit to say he's had his hand on my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All through my life. I was saved and called to preach. Never been in church three or four times in my life when I got saved. Mm-hmm. And got called to preach a month later. Didn't even know what it was really. Mm-hmm. And uh God's just protecting me and cared for me and directed me. And uh, as you walk, the walk with the Lord, there'll be things that you'll see and go through. There'll be the valleys that sometimes are so deep, you think there is no getting out. And then you'll be on mountains so high that you don't want to leave somewhere along the way we've got to find an even keel and that's our daily walk with the Lord. Now I, I cut up and I go on but I do it all in fun because you see it's, the Bible says a merry heart is good like a medicine and I've seen a lot of Baptist folks, Pentecostal folks, any church you want to name It looks like you suck lemons and eat sawbriars. (laughs) And why would anybody want to be a Christian if that's what it is? So uh, one of the
0: things that we like to ask the, the guests that we have on our podcast is that question, when did you know that you were in love?
2: Because when you asked her, when you asked Sister Gloria to marry you... I'll put it the only way I know how to put it. You just know. It's like knowing when the Lord speaks to you. When I got saved, the Holy Ghost of God spoke to me. I didn't know who he was and what it was all about, but I knew. I knew. And when I went and talked to the, when I walked down the aisle, you don't have to walk down the aisle to get saved. And that preacher says this, this, and this. I don't believe it. I don't necessarily believe in the Roman road or the spiritual laws. I believe it's a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus, and folks get that different ways. I've carried folks down the Roman road. You come to John three sixteen, the love of God, what gets us all there, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's hard to explain. How do you know? How you know you was in love? You just know. I mean I that's so all I know the answer. You can call me dumb, whatever what you want to. You just don't know you just don't know. You just know. You just know. Yeah, it's that
1: moment. It's that moment. We and we had that moment when I knew yeah. that I lived there and we were standing in a video store renting videos to go to Pastor John's house and um he was on the phone with Pastor John and I had a movie in my hand. And uh We turned around, I bumped into him, and I thought, I love him. But I couldn't say it, because we weren't weren't saying those words to each other yet. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to put this movie back. (laughs) (laughs) So you just know.
0: know, But what, I mean, and something that we discovered much later, because it was, like, we were married already. Mm -hmm. um, Like Leslie said, we were renting a movie, and I was standing in front of her, she was standing behind me somewhere. And... I don't know if she came forward or if I went back, but we happened to, you know, bump into each other. And I kind of leaned back into her after we'd made contact. And I thought the exact same thing. I thought, I love Leslie. Um, So like talking about it later, we're like, no way (laughs) you didn't think that. Um, But for Leslie, she was like, this is done. Like my life is over. I'm in love. And for me, I was 23 and and I was and I walked out of the the video place thinking, but is this really love? Is this because I like I said I'd never been in love before. I had to ask other people, "How do you know?" and they answered the same way, which I thought was ridiculous at the time. <laughs> at, the time. at the time I thought that is just nonsense. You don't <laughs> love me, you want me to suffer. You're not telling me the real answer, <laughs> but because I I didn't know, and then that moment, like you said, when I knew it was December seventeenth, and we were I was Christmas shopping with Pastor John that day for, um, for our friends and family. I was driving home, and it was it was it was like seven o'clock at night, so it was real dark. It was cold, and the like little. Drizzle was going through. Yeah. And you know how the, the lights catch it. It looks oh, yeah. really pretty. And I was just sitting under one of those lights. And I thought, I'm in love with Leslie. Just, I knew it. Like, at that moment, I knew it. And I was like, I hate them. They were right.
2: <laughs> I
0: can't believe that that little, you just know, flippant answer was for real. Um, And so, for for you... Like how, how? I can't imagine how that happened so fast. Because for me, it took a long time to get there. It was months.
2: Okay, let me. I, I'll I'll answer it like this. Some folks are witness to or go to church, and it takes them years or months mm-hmm. to have a relationship with Jesus. You can't have a relationship with Jesus. You first, real, he gives you the faith to first realize that he loves you for you love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he lets you do that, you know. He, just, he tell you how. You just know, he's mine. I'm his. Right. And it's the same way in a human relationship. You can find it in the book of Song of Solomon. You can find it in the book of Ephesians. It's a relationship. That's it's so real. And you said it to a fact sometimes it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But it's real. And and I say this because y'all just been married ten years. As we grow in grace and the love and admonition of the Lord, you grow in marriage the same way. You don't know all about her yet. <laughs> And neither do you. Mm -hmm. Neither do you know all about him. Because life is always changing. Mm -hmm. Not the relationship, but life, the things that happen in life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's always changing. Definitely. And that was one of the reasons why we started doing this podcast. Because... I mean, it was we were going on eight years when we started, and, and we just
1: come through a rough
0: three
1: years. Two, year, two
0: three three years, three years, and we we wanted to do something that would take time. Out, uh, you know, we had to take the time out of our lives to sit and spend the time together, um, and it gives us like an hour forty five minutes to have this conversation between married people. That you don't always get, you know, unless you're just, like, really organized. And, and like, <laughs> who can do that in life? Um, but it was it was something for Leslie and I to do together. Because we were kind of, like, doing our own thing, really, for those three life years. Life was changing. Yeah. We were changing. It, yeah. continues, it continues
2: to do that. Yeah.
0: And so it gave us that opportunity to... Have those conversations at least once a week, where we're being open and honest with each other where we're talking about what's going on in our lives, um, and uh, oddly sharing it with the world
1: i and and I think that's the part that I like the most is because other people listen to our podcast married people, single people, nowhere near to being married people. <laughs> and they get to hear just a real conversation you know between two married people. Sometimes we fight. Suppose
2: we don't. <laughs> well, when 70% of marriages wind up in divorce, something's wrong. Yeah. And this is my philosophy of that. It's because they didn't know when they got married. Yeah. It's because they, you know, you know when the right one comes along, if that be the mm-hmm. right way to say it, you know. And I'll go as far to say, sometimes it's lust and not love. Yeah. And that happens too often. Yeah.
0: And I And that's also something that we've talked about in the podcast, how nowadays the word love gets thrown around a lot and watered down a bit because love can mean so many things now. It doesn't always mean this lasting devotion and commitment to a person or a thing or a place. And what would how would you what what kind of advice would you give to somebody about like you've been married fifty years? Uh,
2: you use the key word in life and that's commitment. There's been songs wrote about love country songs, rock and roll songs, spiritual songs been wrote about love. Poems wrote about love. Stories wrote about love. But what is love? We come to the point in our life where we know the love of God we can't love. I, I believe what I just said. Yeah. We have to know the love of God to be able to love. Mm -hmm. Because you see, what did Jesus do? He committed his all. He gave his all and we must come to that place when we say we love someone. Mm -hmm. We have it in our vows, but who keeps the vows? Can't be words, it's got to be a heart thing. Mm -hmm. And that that brings
0: up, we had a conversation a couple weeks ago on the podcast and, and weeks before that with some friends at the gym um, the whole sentiment of following your heart and how dangerous that can be um, because people follow their hearts to lots of bad things and sometimes good things right you know there's it's not to say that all things that your heart wants are bad
2: you might be cute be confusing the heart with the couple the conscience the heart with the what conscience 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 conscience. Yeah. conscience because out of the heart proceeds the issues of life and if your conscience condemns you you already know it's wrong a lot of folks don't even listen to the country, conscience so they don't know their heart
1: that makes good. sense. That's
2: that, yeah, that's good. Yeah, because we've we've
0: we've talked about how. Well, I mean, like the Bible says, the heart is deceitful. is deceitful; it it lies to you. It's you know, it tells you what you want to hear. But it's interesting to like to point out that part of it is the conscience, like part of it is like the inner conversation you have with yourself. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I like that. Also. <laughs> That's a great way to
2: explain it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In one plan, I, most of my answers are spontaneous. Wow!
1: Well, I
0: love them.
2: Awesome. Well, you didn't know we were going to record this until we got here, so... <laughs>
0: you know, okay, it will
2: cost you, and we're done. I saved you
0: enough of that chocolate I think. <laughs> I think we're settled. <laughs> <laughs> um... So is there anything that you'd like to tell um somebody who's you know going on fifty years, fifteen years, one year of marriage, people who aren't married yet.
2: To use a worldly term, hang in there. Things gotta get better before they can get worse. And it's never the end till we make it the end. Yeah there's always hope because we have hope in God and that is the only hope we really have and nothing's too hard for the Lord book of Genesis you'll find that quote I'd say this we have to work at marriage after 50 years you still work at it yeah and what I was going to say about Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus. Jesus could have said stone, get out of the way, but he didn't. He told them to roll away the stone. Mm. The Lord will help us, but sometimes we have to do. And that's as scriptural as mm. any other scripture. Yeah. And we don't recognize that so many times. There's things we must do. We have one thing, to our salvation. It's just things that we do because we are commanded to do it. Yeah. And we can use words all we want to. What if our Lord Jesus would have said this, I'll come and die on the cross for you if he came and died for us with no if. Yeah. So we ought to feel that way about our mate. Mm. Whatever it takes, we're willing to do. Because in the book of Ephesians, Jesus explains marriage as his relationship with the church. And so we ought to be willing to give our all, either one, the man or the lady. Marriage is not 50-50. That's been quoted. It was hatched in hell in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Marriage is 100% on both sides. Mm -hmm. No more, no less. So we have to work at it.
0: Definitely.
2: Have to do the work.
0: Yeah, and and we know from experience that marriage can be hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Really hard. Yeah, because we've we've also, I mean, I don't think we ever had that, I don't want to say delusion, but the idea that, oh, you know, we're married now, it's just going to be so easy. Um, But we know some people and we met people and we know of people who, like, they just think, oh, marriage is going to solve all my life problems. And that is not,
2: (laughs) that's not the case. It's like being a teenager. So I never get grown get me a car. I'll do what I want to do. Well, we realize that car costs. <laughs> there's requirements. Yes. And marriage costs commitment. Yeah. And that's why so many failed folks are not willing to be committed. And that's why everybody that says, I'm a Christian's not because they're not committed to Jesus. Mm. Well, th-
0: these people aren't counting the cost. That's right. Right, I mean, you talk about it in the
2: Bible. You know, it costs to be a Christian. To... It costs Jesus everything. Mm-hmm.
1: So if it's not costing you something, you're not doing something right. All,
2: <laughs> it, all it costs us is what he asked us to do. Mm-hmm. Going to all the world. Be light and salt. Going to the highways and the byways. Be willing to share your faith with well, whosoever will.
0: Be willing to get your wife a cup of water, even though she has two perfectly good legs. Right, right. <laughs> yep, and that
2: can change. Mm-hmm.
0: That can change.
2: You see, when when they say in sickness and health in the vow, you don't think about that when you make that commitment. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you have to live it. Harder live it, it is to say it. I'll
1: just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of episode
0: 63. That's right. Something I forgot to mention uh, before was you're going to hear a lot of thumping. Uh-huh. Because we had the... We had the microphone on the on the kitchen table. Yeah, and uh, you'll also
1: hear a dog barking
0: probably and, yeah, and
1: scratching of, the door. There's lots of extra noise, <laughs> but it totally made for the experience.
0: But brother Dave kept uh, thumping with his. Stop thumping the what? table. What that's what they heard, and that's what it was. <laughs> like I'm just trying to say, like, you probably heard this, and this is what it was. He was emphasizing his yes. Yeah, uh, and Sheree kept trying to keep his hands quiet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We did. We did.
1: It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we were able to do that.
0: I love the things that you talked about, too. Mm -hmm. Like the 100%, not the 50-50. Right. so true. Yeah. Super true. Yeah.
1: You should always be getting me a glass of water. Oh,
0: my goodness. (laughs) Two perfectly good legs. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you guys for joining us again. We hope you had a good week. Um, If you want to leave us a review... Or an email. What do they need to do?
1: I don't know, Eric. Go ahead.
0: Uh, you can always send us an email at so this is love at yahoo.com. Leslie seriously loves emails. I do. And she will seriously read it on the podcast. I will. With a big smile on her face. Always. And then you can find us on Facebook at so this is love podcast. You can find us on Instagram at so this is love 10. No. So, this is Love Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at So This Is Love
1: 10. Yeah. You know, since you wanted to take over and all, I just let you do it all.
0: You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those things, so.
1: Yeah. That's why you shouldn't be saying them. Oh okay. You don't manage the social media. Do you? Yeah. When I do. was the last time we were on it? I manage. I'm <laughs> the one who does all the Instagram posts.
0: You do. You do a great Which- job
1: therefore go to Facebook and Twitter
0: you do a great job with them when you bother to show them to me
1: oh it's not my fault you don't have those things <laughs> <laughs> so there
0: so there so this is love y'all so this is love <laughs> thank you everybody for joining us if you wanted to oh now I get a chance well I mean this is your podcast oh is it
1: yes <laughs> no we're good love to hear from you if you have any questions or um, if you just want to send us an email and tell us how much you like us or not like us. No. I would prefer only if you like us. Yeah. So, Anyway, y'all have a great week and we love you. Bye. Bye.